This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 654 of... Of what? Cognitive dissonance? Of cognitive dissonance. Cognitive I guess distance. I'm just, that's the, uh, the, uh, the victory <laughs> beer has caught up to me, guys. I'm sorry. It uh, gave me like a moment of pause. I apologize. So, you know, when this comes out for wide release, it will yeah. be the day before the end of all times. The day before the election. And you should join us 8 p.m. Central time. Yes, indeed. Live streaming Live. from Come YouTube, on, from Twitch, and from Facebook. We're going to be doing two hours of looking at the end of the world as election results come in. 8 to 10 Central time. You got to show up because here's 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 what's going to happen. Voters are going to decide, Cecil, Yeah. whether anything matters anymore. Man, that's really the really, truth. It's really, that's really because it. Because in 2020, the presidential election, it was kind of a referendum on whether or not things mattered, right? For sure. Sure. But then I think after January 6th and after the horrifying spate of events that have occurred and then the insane people that are up for election right now, after- And the, I mean, and the massive amount of political violence, which we'll get right, to. Which we'll yeah, talk about, yeah. which I don't know, this show releases on Monday. There might be there more be by more. the time this comes out. more. So- like we're at a place, and, and this I really think this is the litmus test for the American future. And I'm not really yeah. kidding. The yeah. litmus test for America's future is if Herschel Walker, the least qualified from an intellectual and sure. moral standpoint, human being to have ever run seriously for office, Herschel Walker versus Raphael Warnock, if Walker wins, genuinely pack your bags. Everybody just kill, just drown your kids. <laughs> just that's it, because there's no future. I'll tell there's you, there's no future. Tom, if it, and there's a couple of races that we're going to be following that night, and Herschel Walker is going to be one of those. Oh races. yeah, I'm because I'm scared of it. Because if that that's that's really one of those, you know, it's one of those bellwethers. Right? Yes. You look at it and you say, you know what? Here is the political climate in this country now, and it is essentially, I don't like you. That's what it is because yes. it can't be you're a better candidate. You're no, no, better there's, there's for no me way. if you're yeah, in office. Right. You're going to do good things because you understand the system and will be able to work within the system to make my life better. No. From I am from your district right. and I will benefit because you are a smart, intelligent person who can work the system. It's not that it's at nothing, all. No. What it is is 
I hate those people and it will make them mad if you are elected because you're an incompetent. And I would rather back an incompetent to make someone else mad than get someone who might help me. Fucking for real. He's a troll candidate. He's a troll candidate. He's just a straight up troll. There's a lot lot of of them, man. This one is the most important. This is a U.S. Senate seat. Right? It is. It's this is a U.S. Massively Senate seat. There's, there's, there's quite a few other candidates, you know, that you're going to look across the board and you're going to say, okay, well, there's a bunch of House candidates and you're going to be like, why fucking how? But this one is really super important. And the Fetterman Oz is oh my another God. bellwether. Oh my God, I know. That if, one is what the fuck? I mean, seriously, it's going to be what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Like, did you, did you uh, hear the Oz quote? We got to talk about it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're talking about like Oz is such a horrifying, repugnant human being with a long and documented, storied history of lying liar. and deception He's a and fraud. Liar. He was called in front of Congress to talk about his fucking green coffee bean bullshit yeah. and his fucking extracts yep. and potions and tinctures Absolutely. and all the shit that he fucking sold to the American. Like this is a guy who Congress has already called up to say you're selling us a bill of goods and now he's like I'd actually like to be at the other side of the table. Yeah. I want to I you know what I didn't like the way that felt. I want to get I want to be What over the there. fuck? And and you again if you're voting for him, you're not voting for him because he's qualified no. or he's from your no. state and he has state pride or whatever. Right. I can even like, like, I even think that's a stupid thing to do, yes. but at least you could be in some way duped by that. You can't even be duped by that nope. with this guy. Instead, what this guy is, is he's a liar and I'm okay with that as long as it makes them mad. That's yep. literally what he is. He's not a, he's not a qualified person. No, not even a little bit qualified. And also just as an aside, can we cut out the Dr. Dick sucking bullshit? Like we did this with Ben Carson. We're doing this with fucking Mehmet Oz. Like just because somebody is a medical oh, doctor, yeah, yeah. that literally has no bearing Whatever. on their qualifications Doesn't mean anything. to do anything other than be a doctor. It does have bearing on their ability to be a doctor. I will say in this case, he's also a good con man. Right. right. Yes. So he does That's have that. He doesn't his real job. He doesn't have a do- like he's not a doctorate in con, but he right. certainly has benefited for decades yes. being a con man when it comes to medicine. Yeah, he's so good. If there was a fight, if there was con man university, oh. he'd at least have an honorary degree. Yeah, absolutely. He would be yeah. like he'd be giving commencement speeches absolutely. Yeah. all day long because yeah. he's the fucking baller at it. Yeah, right. Like it. for sure. Yeah. But like I'm like I'm sick to death of the idea that celebrity alone like it's trump it's oz it's walker walker i I listened to a thing about the daily i don't really follow football so i guess herschel walker was this like massive stars in the sky celebrity he was an amazing running back yeah and i I didn't really i knew he was a football player i didn't know like he was a big deal yeah i guess i just because it's just not my world sure so but i listened to the daily and they were kind of describing just what a household name sure herschel walker is and i'm like yeah i get it i do i get it but who fucking cares? It doesn't make you qualified. Who cares? Yeah. Celebrity doesn't do anything. Celebrity celebrity should kind of work against you a little bit. Honestly, celebrity should work against you and not for you. If we're talking about doing the real work of yeah, buckling right, down and doing right, legislative act, right. like being like, well, okay, but you spent most of your time doing not that. You were doing burpees. Everybody else has been reading. Right. Right? You're not reading. Yeah. You're you know, working you, on your 600 pound bench I'm or whatever. I'm telling you right now, what is the most important fucking trait you can have in a legislator is fucking reading comprehension. Yeah, right. right. Because they hand you bills that are enormous and you've got to work your way through it. Now, granted, you got AIDS, 
but you've got to be able to get through it on your own. Yeah, you, well, you would think so, but you got to at least be able to get through through some of it. So right? You got to at least get hand, through the bullet they're points. They're going to hand you the bullets, or right. they're going to hand you parts. You got to get through some of it at least. You got to be partially literate. Yep. Herschel Walker has been caught lying about essential and important things like like identity based things like when he like when he held up the fake badge yeah, the fake badge and you're like there's nothing in the Republican party anymore that's disqualifying you know we right. talked about this idea before but like there there really there needs to be something something that's disqualifying right if if joking about sexual assault is not disqualifying if lying about your uh, law enforcement history and holding up a fake badge as a fake fucking credential there. We just have, we've gotten to a point where there's no disqualifying activity because the point of Herschel Walker isn't Herschel Walker. Yeah. The point of Herschel Walker is to be the not him candidate. Who's Herschel Walker? Well, he's not him. Yeah. He's not, he's not Warnock. That's the Republicans entire yeah. platform is yeah, man. not him. Yeah, man. Yeah. And that tells us we'll know on Tuesday a lot of this. We'll yep. know whether or not, you know, because if if if, if you vote your way into this mess that you're going to vote your way into, no, I, I don't know I what don't to tell you. I don't know what to do next. I don't know what to tell you. I'm there's I feel like I'm going to be shrugging a lot that night. Yeah, I feel I, like that's what I'm going to do cuz I'm not I, I at this point I just I can't get worked up over it anymore. I know. I'm just like I understand the peril that we're in, but at a certain point if if we're not willing to drag ourselves out of it, I don't know what to do anymore. You know, it's it's And getting yes. worked up just gives me anxiety. So right. do, do I I just like trade that in for anxiety and, and so Yeah, you know, you're you're not at all wrong. It's sort of like it's sort of like the world, the, the, the war weary soldier who barely looks up when the fucking shells are flying. Yeah, right. Because it's like I've been here. Yeah, one of them's gonna hit me or one of them's yeah, not. Man. What do you want me to do we've at been this here point? For, we've been here for two full election cycles yep. at this point, and we're talking almost. It's, this is at this point. This is this is actually five election cycles, right? So it's 2016, 2018, 2020. No, this will be the fourth one, 2022. 2022. So 2022, man, this is it. And then next time around. I mean, uh, and and if and and you yeah. said it earlier, and I totally agree. If if they do take the House or the Senate, it's deadlock, a hundred percent deadlock. Yeah, nothing happens. Period. For two years. Deadlock for two years anyway. But if they take the House, they are gonna impeach Joe Biden. Mark my words. Yeah. They will impeach Joe Biden as as a retaliatory impeachment. It may have no bearing whatsoever. It will not matter. It will, no facts will matter. They'll call people up in front. They'll make it a, a crazy dog and pony show, and I guarantee they fucking impeach him. Yeah, that's for nothing. gonna happen. They they've already said members of members of Congress have already said that they will impeach Joe Biden. They'll just figure out what for later. They don't even have a clue right. as to what it's going to be. It'll probably have something to do with a laptop. It'll probably have something to do with that dumb movie that I they think put they'll out. do it on the southern border. They I think they'll do it on that. I think they'll do it on anything they can, yep. and they will impeach yep. him. I guarantee it. Now he may not get enough votes in Congress to because I don't know what happens uh, in the Senate based on that. Yeah, I don't nothing know. will happen in the Senate. You know, because yeah. they might still have the Senate, but it won't be enough because you still need a, a X amount of, of votes in order to get it. I think it's sixty some or whatever. So you got to get enough votes to really push it over, and they won't have enough to do that. No, but but they'll have enough to make it, and so like. It'll and it'll probably it'll still get talked about. So yep. yeah, yeah. It'll we will all pretend that something happened when nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, nothing. It's so far this has been a completely scandal-free president. Pretty scandal-free. And and when you think about what's you know the only people that are trying to take money out of your pocket right now, think about what the Republicans are trying to block the fucking student loan thing. Oh yeah, you know no. it's helping 
they said 16 million Americans it's helping. Yeah, 16 well, million not Americans. Not if the Republicans can help it. Go no, we're darn not going to do it. We're not going to yep. do it. That's 16 million people that should not be voting Republican. Yeah, I know, man. You know, But there will be people that both accept the student loan debt forgiveness and, and vote, show up to and, vote Republican. Vote it's Republican. like It's like those same assholes who are like, you know, they vote against the infrastructure bill and then they go right back to their district and everybody claps them on the back and shakes their hands and gobbles their fucking dick for giving a fucking bridge bill. Get, you know, like, I'm so happy yeah. that I got a job pouring the concrete for this new infrastructure. You know, that, it's like, what? I, that's good. I brought that to you, guy. You voted against it. Yeah, that happens you all, all voted the time. against it. Happens all the time. What do the Republicans bring to you? Like, seriously, think, think in your mind about the thing that a Republican gave you that wasn't a culture war bullshit victory. Yeah. Show me something. Yeah. Show me one thing. Because it's not anything. What it is is it's tax cuts for not you. Yes. That's what it is. Right. Raising your taxes. Because the, the tax raise we got last year, that was Trump. I know, man. So That's it. Fucking, I don't know what you, I don't know what you're voting for. Where is, where, like, they, they always talk about, like, fiscal, oh, the Republicans are more fiscally responsible, but they're not. They're not. The fucking, the, the debt goes up. Like, if you watch, like, the deficit, yeah, I should every say. Every time. The deficit under a Republican administration always goes up. It yeah, always, always goes up in recent history. And a deficit under Democrats always goes down. Clinton had it at zero. Yeah. It always goes down. We are the, the Republicans are the ones who are sending your kids to fucking war. Yeah. The Republicans are the ones who are doing most of the stupid, mean-spirited, evil bullshit. That's it, man. Yeah. Like, the last scandal-free Republican president was George H.W. Bush, and he got fucking voted out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, one of the things that, and, and then we'll move on because there's a lot of we still have to talk about, but I want to talk about this. One of the things that the Republican, at least the sort of conservative side of America seems to talk about, they really shit on people with education. They always talk about yeah. that. They shit on you with education. Yeah, you got education. Oh, you got a, got your fancy learning degree. Oh, we went to one of them ivory towers. But they'll always say things like, you know, what you need is common sense. What you need is common sense. And then they roll these people out. These people out that that lie to them, yeah. that are that are genuinely stupid, and the party of common sense is picking those people. Yeah, man. And you're like, I, you can't even call yourself. You you were calling yourself the party of small government. We know that's not true. You yep. know, you call yourself the party of like fiscal conservatism. That's, that's not, not true. true. Call yourself the party of common sense. That's not true. Yeah, but here's my fucking hot take on that. Common sense isn't real. Yeah, I know. That's nonsense. Yeah, it's dumb. It's not. Like, if people talk about college. It's just common sense. There's no such thing as, like, what is it? I know. But, what is it? But uh, in, in a way, you can say someone who didn't get, a, you know, some sort of college degree can still be very smart. Absolutely. And that's true. Absolutely. But what I see is a bunch of people who are shitting on college degrees that are also very stupid. Yes. And yes. are also easily duped yes. time and time and time again by the most basic bullshit. Yes. Being a, and I want to be clear, like being a critical thinker is not, you don't have you to don't go have to, get an no, education no. to do that. And plenty of people, by the way, go get an education and don't learn that part. Yeah. It is not, like I'm it's not, not I'm not drawing an you're exclusivity right, you're right, you're right. line. But what I'm saying is that like, there is an invented idea of oh, yeah. common sense, yeah. which has no definition right. and nobody knows what it is, but everybody wants to suck its dick yeah. and it doesn't mean anything. And it's the same like nonsense, idiotic, fucking axiomatic bullshit as like, well, you're going to have street smarts or book smarts. And it's like, none of that's real. 
all of that is being weaponized against you to draw lines between you and an education. Sure. Yeah. That's what it's there for. But again, like street smarts, you're like, okay, well, what does that mean? Okay, well, let's just say one of the traits would be being able to spot a huckster. Yet right. you failed. But you can't do it. So fucking badly, man. That's why I think it's bullshit. Like, I don't think it's real. It's not right? real. It's not real because the proponents and the purveyors of that idea, they don't want you to be smart at all. Yeah. They don't want you to have any they kind of be, sense. They want you to be common stupid. or incommon. They, they celebrate their ignorance. They do. They celebrate it. What, what did Trump, Trump stood there, put his fucking arms out wide and said, I love the uneducated. Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah. Why? What is he saying with that remark? He's not saying I love the common man because he doesn't work for the common man. He's a fucking generational billionaire who has never worked period yeah. meaningfully in his life. He's not for the common man. He says that because that is a way for him to say, look, people who have no sense common or un will vote for me. Yeah. And they'll dipshit dumbass motherfuckers will a, show up and they will wear my fucking carpet bare. Yeah. And they'll 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 drive around in their trucks with the flags and they'll you know rolling they, coal and everything. They think it it triggers you. Yeah. Because they want to they want to that they to them it doesn't matter right. that what he does because he didn't do anything for them. He did literally nothing. He did nothing. Literally nothing. He drew on a fucking map, a weather Dude, map. That's he, what he sold did. yes, right. He drew on a weather he map. Drew, he said he, to bomb a hurricane. Yeah, he said like, he wanted to buy Greenland. Right. He did all bunch of stupid shit. Grabbed some guy by the shoulder and pulled himself forward at the UN. Right. Like yeah. he did a bunch of shit that's like cringy and embarrassing. He like he like weaponized mask wearing and the yeah. pandemic sure. and like did insane yeah. shit about like, well, maybe we could shine some light in our bodies yeah, and shoot some Clorox up your ass. Sniff a line of fucking Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking dipshit. So yeah. he's like amongst his people. Yeah. Who's that guy on the other side of the glory hole? It's Farrell. So this story comes from the Daily Beast. Right-wingers duped by fake Trump press release about Elon Musk takeover. So in uh, This Is Dystopia news, Elon Musk, <laughs> Elon Musk. A one human being, spent $44 billion on anything yeah. at all. But the thing that he spent $44 billion on was... Twitter, yeah. arguably the new digital town square. That's often what it's referred to as. Yeah. It's now no longer a publicly traded company. It's owned by one guy. He fired a bunch of the top executives, replaced them with his fucking sycophants, and now- And then fired a ton of their staff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, at this point, all the content moderation that they were using for a long time to curb- election fraud stuff. You remember when they yeah, started putting uh -huh. things up? This might not be rude. They, they canned a shit ton Hold of that. those people who were content moderators. Um, and so, you know, right now you're dealing with a site that has essentially had the handcuffs taken off where racial slurs are now stacking up on the site. People are being more and more belligerent on the site. He's out there trying to peddle it. It's like, give me $8 a month for your blue check mark. Yeah. What is that? Um, and, what and, is and that? some people did the math on this and they're like, yeah, man, that's not going to get, it's not going to net you a lot of money. I'm going to spend $96 a year. So my name can have an, a, a blue check mark and there's a next couple to it. extras that they get. They can sort their mentions a little easier so that they can find like important people. If they mention them, they can. So like if I oh tweeted at, at Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, right? right? Let's say I tweet at her and I tag her in something. She'll probably never see it. Cause we're not a blue check mark right. account. So, you know, if somebody like, 
and I don't know who amongst us is is checkmarked. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. In our space, no. I, I, you know, let's say somebody, let's say somebody from QED was or something yeah. like that. Let's, let's say Marsh. Say, let's say Marsh was 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 checkmarked. I don't think he is, but let's just say he was. If he tweeted at her, she might be able to see his because it 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 rises to the level the of important. Even though we might have more followers than someone who's blue checkmark, it'll still get passed. At least that's how I understand it. I don't know because I'm just, on the outside looking in. But it feels just, like just buying likes. Though, it's just you know, it's, it's, yeah, just like, it's, it's buying likes. It's sitting at the right table at lunch. It's right. just a weird, like, like it's just a dumb thing to do. But Musk letting uh, immediately, like all this shit goes to hell with him. Right. So immediately yep. starts, the stuff starts falling apart immediately. But one thing that happens is this company or not a company, this, so this, 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 uh, PR release comes out, it's fake. And it seriously is the greatest thing because they took out all that content moderation. So this is 100% false. Right. And it's Trump, it's, a, it's supposed to be a Trump press release, which is like, thank you for letting me back on Twitter. And a bunch of right-wingers and left-wingers And MSNBC. It. MSNBC shared it basically saying it's going to happen. And it was a total lie. And what I love is like, it couldn't be a better metaphor for him taking over and then it immediately perfect. being, you know, I mean, it's like absolutely perfect. It's perfect. It's, it's absolutely perfect. It's per You couldn't write the story. Yeah. More like, well, yep. That is, that's like literally the only yeah. thing that could have happened yeah. was exactly this. Yeah, exactly this. It's, it's the least surprising thing in the world, but also, it should be immediately surprising. It, he, Trump has spent money and is trying to make money yeah. on a competitor product. Yeah. He's not going to go back to Twitter. It would be weird if he did. Why would what he would go back to, to Twitter? Well, what would that say? Did he get investors for Truth Social? For truth? I, I don't know like how he funded Truth. I know that Truth was in some financial distress, but I actually did just read something the other day that it's amassing followers at an alarming clip. So if you're Trump and you've launched truth, like, and then you go back to Twitter, you'll just explode your own company. Now, granted, he's obviously got no problem going bankrupt. Like the man goes bankrupt and, at and the drop of a all fucking the, All the people in the world that make bad business decisions. Right. Other it's than Trump. Elon Musk. It's, it's Trump. Trump. Yeah. yeah. He goes bankrupt like he gets a fucking discount on Sure. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's like it's like a fucking hobby for it's this like motherfucker a, It's to like a handy after a massage for him. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Elon yeah. Musk. Yeah. Uh, this is a kind of a disgusting thing for him. He's a, he's a, he's a horrible first person. Off, Elon Musk is the worst. He's the okay. worst. He's the worst. Elon fanboys. Don't write me. I'll, Do also, not fucking also, write hold me. On. Let's talk about the fanboys for a yeah. second. The how, fuck is wrong with you? How disturbing is it? Can we think of a, let's think of a name from, so I know Muskrats works, right? Muskrats. Muskrats. Muskrats works. Yeah. But I was thinking like, we could have like a shirt. The musk oxes. No, I'm thinking like, <laughs> I'm thinking like an alligator, call them Elon Gators. So elongators. Oh, that's good. Right? But they're a gator and they that's look good. really derpy. Like that's we make good. like a derpy alligator. I like it. Elongators. The elongators. Elongators. Oh. And that's what we call, I don't know. I figure something. We got to call them something. Muskrats is good. Though. Muskrats is Muskrats good. Muskrats is good. So anyway, these people are the worst. They are the fucking, the, yep. you're on a billionaire's ball sack and he's not fucking particularly clever. He's not 
an, a super innovator that you think no, he is. He's not fucking he's Tony Stark, things, motherfuckers. He's none of the things that you think he is. He thinks he's Tony Stark. But when you read the stuff he posts on Twitter, he looks like a little kid. He's so fucking hyper cringe, yes. this guy. I don't know how anybody idolizes him. He got he he's he's gotten lucky and probably used some business sense to make his money, but genuinely a shitty person like yeah. genuinely a shitty person and then takes over this town square which we know is a force for disinformation in the world it is and then pulls out all the stops for it to continue to be a worse spreader something that spreads more more often misinformation yeah man e elon musk sold the world on the idea of the benevolent billionaire who is going to altruistically swoop in with his fucking brilliant ideas and fucking Tony Stark, all of us into a new utopia. That's what he fucking sold. None of it was ever true. It was not true from day one. It is not true now. There's nothing about this guy who gives a, that gives a shit about you. It's evident. Ignore everything he says. Just look at what this motherfucker does. Yes. Look at his actions. If you want to see who someone is, ignore their words and see how they live their life. What does he do? Elon Musk is not a good person. He's not a good guy. He does not have your best interest at heart. He's, it, it is impossible to look at the last several years and say that Twitter was not a tremendous force for evil and disinformation and violence and the spread of violence and the wearing away of democracy. The, the idea that you can't see that and that you'd be like, well... I'm a free speech absolutist. Fuck you. Yeah. Free speech absolutism is another way to say bad fucking person. This, this, all this needs to do is accelerate as quickly as possible. The people who are on social media and create these social media platforms need to be responsible for the things that happen on them. Yes. If that, if this is the thing that doesn't shoot us into the apocalypse, but somehow saves us and makes us realize that social media is a is a danger to us, then maybe it's a good thing, right? It, yes, maybe yes. inadvertently it's a good thing. But, you know, we're watching right now, Meta's losing money. Yeah, they're worth this, half of yeah, what they were worth. This fucking shitty fucking company is going to be falling apart at the seams. At the seams. If he continues with He'll it. He'll resell people it, are man. Leave, but he might resell it. I don't know. But in any case... You know, this is it's not good. And we're going to talk about a story right now about Paul Pelosi. Yes. Oh, my God. Elon Musk tweeted a, one of these baseless claims about it. Yeah, man. Elon Musk. So Paul Pelosi on, I think, Tuesday of this week, Monday or Tuesday of this week, a person who was fueled by a disinformation ecosystem yeah, that QAnon, he was on. He got tuned up in QAnon. Yes. Yeah. So he's a fucking nut job queued up with all this fucking disinformation, conspiracy theorist bullshit. He took at least one hammer, zip ties, ropes, whole bunch of shit, went to fucking Pelosi's house, two o'clock in the morning, breaks the fucking back door, back window, lets himself in, has a struggle like Paul Pelosi and Nancy's, Nancy's not there. Nancy's in Washington, D.C., Paul Pelosi calls 911. The police show up. This is actually really kind of like the police show up. And as the police show up, they're like, hey, what's going on here? And that moment of distraction is actually when the guy hits Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer, fractures his skull. He has to have brain rendering surgery. him unconscious. He has to have brain, brain surgery. surgery. The next day, he has to go in and have brain surgery to yep. fix this. So 
It's a big fucking deal. It's a big fucking deal. Had he caught, now the police have since interviewed him and he said what his intentions were. Had he caught Nancy, his intention was to tie her up and ask her questions. And if he thought she was lying, he was going to break her kneecaps so that to send a message that when she was wheeled into Congress, that people would see that he had disfigured and, and damaged her. Yeah. And that is the price you pay for quote unquote lying. This is a man completely weaponized, literally turned into a weapon yep. by disinformation. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the world. So those are the stakes. Yeah. Like those are not imaginary Tom's being hyperbolic stakes. Those are the stakes to this stuff. To your previous point that we will talk about, like if we get to a point, I know people write us, so just jumping on it, like, like if you hold social media companies accountable for the shit people say on there, people say, well, then they'll go out of business. Then they should go then out of business. They should go out of business. If you, if that means that they can't exist anymore, then they can't exist anymore. Look, if fucking fine. If you, if you are the facilitator that that handshakes terrorists and puts them in a room, right? How are you not responsible for that? Thank you, man. How are you not responsible for that? Well, all, all you know I what? did was create the room you know and drive them, and I call, I called an Uber and I put the catering and not, down. And it's not the same as just like there was just a room there that you own the property and they walked in. This is you facilitating them yes. getting together through algorithms, right? Mm -hmm. They get to see each yeah, other. Yeah, that's exactly they the point, They get to see man. each other, not because they happen to wander past They weren't another. in the same room by accident. They got to see each other because you remembered, oh, you know Nancy? He knows Nancy. Uh -huh. And then you put them together and you that's said, exactly you guys should right. talk at the party. Here's two glasses of champagne. Yep. I have other guests to attend to. Yep. And then the, the Facebook ran off yes. while you planned your attacks on the Capitol, while you planned your attacks on a building or a person yep. or kidnapping a governor or whatever. Yep. And it's and if you can't be the person, if you can't be, if you're not a fucking the one who gets called out for that, for those algorithms, yep. leading those people to that stuff and then leading them to each other, then I don't know what, I mean, literally, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Like, like there's nothing, it is not worth the price that we're paying yeah. to allow these yeah. terrorist algorithmic matchmakers. Yeah. That's what they and are. That's your point. That's what they are. They're matchmakers. The algorithms are terrorist matchmakers. Yeah. And, and what we're paying is we're not paying anything. Other people are paying for our data. Yes. Right. From them. Yep. I, I, I cannot tell you how often it is now that when I, in, in earnest, look for something on the internet. Every single ad I ever see is one of those ads. And yep, every right. single piece of junk mail I get for the next couple weeks is that garbage. It's everywhere, right? It's everywhere. It's, it's that garbage. Yep. Yep. My, my wife and I were looking for something on the internet recently and her family, because she still sometimes gets mail there, got mail of, of an advertisement for what yep. we were looking at online. Because, because... They sell that data to everybody. Yeah, they're indiscriminate. They sell it to anybody. Yep. It doesn't matter. They're like, oh, you're, you know, you're looking for a car, that particular car. Well, every single dealership in the area is going to know you want that yep. car. You'll You'll start calling you. You'll start you getting text messages. We looked for a specific car tonight on the internet before we started because we we're talking about Tesla. We looked for a specific car. I wonder if I'm going to get advertisements for that particular brand of car. I'm sure you will. I might get it because they sell your data like crazy. Yep. And then they also also handshake terrorists to put them together. They do. And they also tune up people to go visit people in their house. And the people who own those social media networks sometimes tweet false things about it. Basically, the narrative about this yep. Paul Pelosi thing was two big main narratives. One is that 
Trump even said, I think he's trying to break his way out. The glass was on the outside, so he broke his way. Not it was even like, true. It was like being held captive or something by Paul Pelosi or that some people were claiming that Paul Pelosi and he were both in their underwear, which is a misstatement right. by a Fox and that they were gay lovers. And that they were gay. Well, they intimated, a lot of people yeah. intimated that they were gay lovers based on a false report that was that was called out initially by a Fox affiliate and they did retract it, but it doesn't matter because now everybody thinks it's because you're seeing tons of memes about underwear, underwear hammer time. Right. You're yeah. seeing tons of memes about From that. From Donald Trump Jr. You're seeing tons of memes about it because it, it's, it makes it so it sells quicker and it sells a narrative that's not even remotely true. A man who is literally one of the most, he's married to one of the most important people in the country. He had someone climb into his house and hit him in the face with a hammer and he had to have brain surgery. Yep. That's all you need to know. That's it. The sides don't matter because it, what happened with Scalise, right? When that guy got shot yep. the, a couple years ago, I don't remember anybody on our side being like, oh, well, you know, maybe he was Scalise's gay lover. We, we don't no, know. We right. don't know what happened. Nobody right. said that. A bunch of people were like, wow, that sucks. Don't That's do that. Horrible. Don't do that. That sucks. Yep. We shouldn't be attacking people. Well, you know, what? There wasn't a fucking a pundit on the de Democrat side that was like Charlie Kirk, which is like somebody should get him out of jail and ask him questions. Right. Somebody should bail that. Some patriot should bail that person out of jail. That's what Charlie Kirk said about this crazy about person. About this guy? Said that for real? Paul Pelosi and the hammer. That's insane. Charlie Kirk said, hopefully some patriot gets him out of jail, bails him out of jail. He's not going to get bailed He's out of jail. He's not going to get bailed. He's not going to get bailed out of jail. These people don't understand how the bail works. That's why we're going to fucking lose in Illinois. But in any case, <laughs> they, 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 they're not going to... They're not going to bail him out of jail, but even if they did, like this guy is advocating bailing somebody who assaulted Paul Pelosi out of jail to add to, and he's calling that person a patriot. A patriot, yeah. As if to, like, what does that imply? That implies that the civic duty of an American person, midterm hero. I apologize, right. it wasn't midterm mid hero. hero. Midterm hero. Oh, I guess he did say, no, pardon me. Some amazing patriot. I apologize. Oh I apologize. Let me just read it. Charlie Kirk, the conservative radio and YouTube host expressed hope on Monday that some quote, amazing patriot, end quote, would post bail for Mr. DePape, who's the person who smacked um, uh, Paul Pelosi in the head and become quote, a midterm hero, end quote. Quote, bail him out and then go ask him some questions, end quote, he added. Uh, that liberals were trying to politicize the attack, by the way. He, he they were trying that. to politicize. It's he political. He added that afterwards. The, the thing way. is, like, yeah, when Scalise is shot, the only political, uh, the, the, the only politicization that I remember is like, hey, maybe we ought to do something about these guns because it turns out they're being used to shoot you. Yeah. Like, that is legitimate, sure, right? That's yeah. legit. But it wasn't this like wild conspiracy theorist no. disinformation campaign where we are, we are now at a place where we are, we're, we're, we're glorifying, we're accepting, we're excusing, we're demanding this level of violence. That is what this disinformation is. And to the previous point, the social media companies, Elon Musk owning one, Elon Musk, one person owning a $44 billion something that he just bought because on a fucking whim, he wanted it, right? That's a world we don't need to live in either, by the way. Like, that that shit well, shouldn't be billionaires, but anyway, there shouldn't be billionaires, and there should never be heroic billionaires. If your heroes are billionaires, shouldn't be you're doing hero period. wrong. There shouldn't be billionaires, right. period. There shouldn't. Get to nine hundred ninety-nine million, and the rest of it just goes in the kitty. That's it. I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. There shouldn't nonsense. be billionaires. But those shouldn't I'm, I'm exist. Right there with you, anywhere man. on the world. Right there period. with you. But yeah. these and the more money you get, the more of you I get to eat. Right. So what happens is you get, you go up to one hundred and one. I get an inch. You get it. I get an inch, and I get to pick where. I get to pick where. 
Oh. So I might, I, I may take a you long go, handle, but I might also take the scrot. Who yeah, knows? Who knows? Who knows? It's my it inch. Depends on where I think I want to eat you. That's my That's, inch. Yeah, exactly. I'll take an eye. <laughs> it's about the right size. This whole part just, you just slice, but they just have like nyam. a head with no eyes on it. But like to your point, like it's all this shit. It's being weaponized. It's being demanded by the kind of rhetoric that we have, and that rhetoric is being algorithmically favorited and 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 put in front of people at a higher rate than everything else. And we know this because the, these companies have come out and said in their own research that they have that they absolutely take the most incendiary material. And they weigh it heavier than everything else. Absolutely. It's they not a it. place for your fucking yeah. puppy photos. Yeah. Your puppy photos are the accident of social media. Your fucking, your, your child's pictures are the collateral damage of social media. The point of it, the weapon, the point of it is the weaponization. Yeah. The point it of it has always is, been the point. The point of it is the, the pithy political meme. Yes. That's the point of it. The point of it is, is... And an 82-year-old man got hit with a hammer yeah. because of it. The point of it is, yeah, and we're finding out what the point of it is based on Elon Musk's takeover. Oh, God. A long cock, long cock. A long cock, long cock. This story comes from Vice GOP candidate said elites drink blood, sell baby body parts after abortion. Let me read that first two words again. Yeah, sure. GOP fine. candidate. It's a candidate. Yeah. A candidate. Yeah. Again, there's nothing disqualifying on yeah. the right. Yeah. It is impossible to have a disqualifying view. Yeah. You can't have one. So this is Christina Caramo, the Trump-backed GOP candidate for Michigan's Secretary of State. She expressed support in 2020. For the conspiracy theory that elites drink the blood of children and sell body parts after abortions. Yeah. She also talks too in here. She says, if you go to the Satanic Temple website, yes. they have an entire five-minute video explaining why abortion is a religious ritual. They literally say it's a sacrifice. It's a religious ritual uh, for them to have an abortion. It's sick. Uh, and so she's basically saying that the reason why... And then she all goes on to say there's a ton of money from freshly harvested organs or whatever. But... Look, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if they have a video on their website talking about no this, idea. but I know been. that they yeah. have in the past gone out of their way to do this, but they're, they're doing it to, sh to show the absurdity of the point. That's why they're doing it. They're not doing it to show you that it's a real thing. There's also a guy that thinks birds aren't real too. Yeah. Like, I mean, these people exist out there to show you the absurdity of what it is you are believing in, right? He's making that the bird ain't real guys making fun of flat earthers. These, these Satan, Satanist people are making fun of religious people when they say absurd shit. Yes. Look, there is a difference and we're, we're getting to a point where there almost isn't. But there is still a difference between satire and trolling and trolling yeah. and reality. Yeah. They are three different things, yeah. right? The satanic temple is not trolling. The satanic temple is engaged in satire. Yeah. It is satirical. It is an is a hyperbolic exaggeration of an existing like social trope in order to highlight the absurdity of the original reality. That is what satire typically does. It's a broad sure. explanation. 
That is not the same thing as trolling. Trolling is entirely different because trolling is valueless, yeah. right? Trolling is not an attempt to explain or shine a light on things. Trolling is an attempt to elicit an emotional response for no other reason than the emotional response is the is, is the goal of, of the yeah, trolling you activity. Want, you want somebody to be mad. It's yeah. not to elucidate and articulate a no. point. So these, but we're at a place now, I think culturally and intellectually, where I don't think that we understand the difference between reality and trolling, between reality and satire, and between trolling and satire. Yeah. And we have lost that thread completely. So it actually makes, organi- I do wonder sometimes, it, has the onion become dangerous? Yeah. Has the satanic temple, in a world this stupid, in a world that might elect on Tuesday Herschel Walker. Right. Should we be fucking around with birds aren't real? That's satire. Yeah. I, like, the problem is, like, there are now people out there, I guarantee, that they're like, oh, yeah, birds aren't real. That yeah. buy it, man. That don't know the difference between truth and fiction. There's a Reddit called Ate the Onion. And Reddit, Ate the Onion, is clips of people on Facebook posting Onion articles and then, per, like, thinking they're a real thing. Yeah. Right? And so there are people out there that see an Onion article and they think it's real. Yeah. They think it's a genuine thing. And can't be moved from that yeah. position even when it's yeah. pointed out. And when they are, when it's brought up to them, when somebody does say, hey, that's not real, we're like, yeah, but it but it feels true, or, you know, it could be true, yeah. or, you know, stuff like this is going on, or something yes. like, maybe not, this isn't exactly true, but it might be, you know, so so there is, you're right, There there is a, there's a fine line between those things before, but now it's so blurred I don't, people fall on the wrong side of these all the time. All the time. And I think satire might be dangerous nowadays because I think, I do think, I think so. the problem is, is that, you know, I see, I see it when it happens in memes too, all the time, like how quickly and easily memes get shared, right? Satire has the same thing yes. because it's quick and punchy. And so it gets shared very quickly and easily. And the, the idea might get shared very quickly and easily. And then the, the original intent can get lost. I see this happen with memes all the time where somebody will share a meme and, they never check to see if it's real. Or not, right. Right. They just, they just share it. Cause they, mm-hmm. cause to them it feels true, right? This thing felt true to me. So I shared it. It was a political meme or something like that. And it, it said something and it was made by somebody, but it, it necessarily is either, it might be tweaking a stat that's wrong or it might be completely wrong. Might right. not, might not have any basis. In fact, it could be a, you know, a, a twist on the truth or it could be no truth in it whatsoever, yep. but it'll still get shared. And then it'll get shared tens of thousands of times. All those different people will, will share it along. And yep. that, that's just a re that's just a reality we live in yep. now because before in order for us to share things before in the before times, I had to tell you, Tom, I saw this story today and they, there's uh, they're sacrificing babies at the, uh, the abortion clinic and they're sacrificing to Satan. And then you got to be like, well, that sounds fucking stupid. Right. And, and then it like, stops. Where'd you read that? And then it stops. Right. But if I send it, if I post it on my wall and 200 people read it yep. and 199 of them think it's fucking, I'm a stupid idiot, but one of them shares it. Yep. Now it suddenly went to another hopscotch again. People. Yep. yep. Then it went to uh, 290, 500, uh, 500 million people. It eventually makes its way up because enough people see it. It finds enough weak links that it makes itself a chain. Yep. Man, and, and the, you know, it plays, we've talked about this before, but it's really important. It plays on the psychology that, I mean, there's that adage, right? Seeing is believing. Oh, yeah. And, and I think there's a truth there that the more we see something, the more inclined we are to believe sure, it, right? Sure. So we absorb an enormous yeah. amount of information intrinsically, 
and and just implicitly without a sort of like directed intellectual interrogative process. So if you see something from the Sacramento Bee or from the Onion yeah. or from whatever, and you've never heard of the Onion yeah. before, and you've not heard of Sacramento Bee before, and maybe you don't give it a second thought, it's still information you absorbed. Bee? What's that? Is it Babylon Bee? I thought Sacramento Bee was the right wing onion. I thought Babylon Bee. Was is it the Babylon Bee? I, we'll, we'll see. People will correct Someone us. will tell us. Someone will tell us. Whatever the bee is. Whatever that bee is. We're talking it's not about Samantha We're bee. talking about the one that is that is satirical for the conservatives. Right. That's yeah, the one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so whichever one that is, the bee. Yeah. I'm, Someone's gonna tell us what right. it is anyway. So regard, I, I figured I'd I would i had it off Thank the you. past, Tom. But like the 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 problem is that like when we see that information. Whether or not we intend to absorb it, we see it and we absorb it anyway. Yeah. It moves into a space that the next time we see it, it feels more familiar, yeah. even if we don't remember sure. the story yeah. well enough to say, Cecil, I read this crazy thing about babies being sacrificed yeah. for my... It, it moves into a space where, God, I saw that twice. Yeah. I saw that three times. Saw four times. Saw yeah. four times. And you don't think it. You don't yeah. even think it. But the fifth time you see it, it now feels like truth. Yeah. That's how our minds work. That's why I think satire has become something we can't fuck with. Yeah. Because we're about to elect Herschel Walker. Sure, sure. There's, 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 there are consequences to yeah. that. I was thinking the other day, I don't know if you remember this, but you know, I was talking just a few minutes ago about how hard it was to sort of share disinformation before. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember the Procter & Gamble scare? Do you remember this? Refresh my memory and so, I think I do. I remember when I was a little kid, my mom got a printed fucking Xerox like this is old times, right? Yeah, right. She's got a Xerox. It was on the mimeograph. And it might have even been a stapled several pages Xerox together, which would have made a great website in the in the past, but it wasn't. Right. It was pre websites, and it was talking about how the Procter and Gamble symbol was a satanic symbol. I know what you're talking about. Yep. And yep. they were a satanic company, and all their profits went yes. to evil and blah 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 blah. Right. And so some asshole in the past had a problem with Procter and Gamble right. and then made up a big fucking story and then they they printed it out a bunch and they gave it to a ton of people who believed it. My mom for a little while was like, I don't know, this is real. She didn't yeah, know. Right. She got up and and it and in some ways it has the trappings of it kind of being true. It feels like maybe it might be it's not a newspaper but it feels like newsy back but then. Th th I, there's something genuinely true about reading yeah. that we absorb information. I think, I don't know if this is true, but they're just spitballing. But like we absorb ac all of our academic information in yeah, school yeah, by reading. Right, right. And then we come across this information through the same yeah. process. And, think, and I wow, think is this, is reading this is, yeah, I yeah. read it. Yeah. I read one. I remember my mom and my mom wasn't, she, she never felt like somebody who was super gullible, but she kind of believed it for a little while. Yeah. Well, I think we stopped buying one of their bleaches or something. You know, like we stopped right. buying the two or three things that we were buying that were Procter and Gamble because she thought it was a devil worshiping organization. She didn't know any back. And back then, I mean, you're talking about very, very hardcore Christian country back then. Well, now, and and this is the part that I'm going to call myself out on as example, exact, exemplifying the problem, is in my mind, Cecil. I also seem to remember that as a result of that, Procter and Gamble may have changed their logo. Possibly, yeah. But here's why this is really important, because it's a great example of exactly. I think that, and I don't know why I think it. Whenever that happens, it means that I've absorbed a bunch of information, yeah. and I can't, can't source, can't source it, it in my own timeline. Can't source it. So I should immediately say, I'm not I sure that's true. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. Right? Yeah. But that's a harder thing to do. Sure. Because somehow in my head, I remember the story you're telling, and in my head, I'm like, yeah, didn't Procter & Gamble have to change their... 
Their logo as a result? They went from like what was like a, a, a sort of weird looking face to or something like that, or it might have been a constellation. I don't even remember. I don't know. To yeah. like a P and a G or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I seem to remember that, yeah. but again, I should be distrustful of my own I didn't bother to even look it up because it just right. occurred to me just now. But I mean, I, you know, it, it's fascinating time. It's a fascinating time because it, and all that shit's refueled by religion. I want to talk about this too. Yes, this yes, story yep. is specific. Exactly. There's true. a, there's a part of this where she says last week, she said she would not apologize for being a Christian and that her controversial opinions on LGBTQ issues are not pertinent to her campaign. And this is, I mean, she's super anti-gay. And she says, I will not apologize. And these aren't pertinent to my campaign, but they're pertinent to your Christianity, right? They're pertinent right. to your faith. And your faith is pertinent to your campaign. So it's connected. Yeah. But you're not willing to say, well, my faith fuels me in every single decision. Yeah. Yet you're still able to like point to your faith to be like, you know, I, this is protected in some way. That is a fucking cake and eat it too, yeah, man. man. That's somebody who wants to say, I am a faith-driven person. Vote for me because I'm a faith-driven yeah. person. But if that doesn't appeal to you, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, yeah, look, you're either you're either a faith-driven person, in which case you can't be trusted because there are parts of your decision-making process which rest outside of a logic and reason process. That's just true. Yeah, man. If you're a faith-driven person, not just somebody of faith, but a faith-driven person, you cannot be trusted. Yeah. You should not have a position of authority. Yeah. You are not a good critical thinker. Yeah. You can't be. Yeah. It's irreconcilable yeah. to be a faith-driven person and to be a critical thinker. You can't have it both ways. It's literally impossible. Sure. I agree. If you're involved in the Gary. lifestyle, it's bondage. It is personal bondage, personal despair, and personal enslavement. And that's why this is so dangerous. It's a very sad life. It's part of Satan, I think, to say that this is Gary. This story made the rounds everywhere, went viral. You probably saw this is from deadstate.org. Woman to county board members, I was never sexually assaulted at a drag show, but I was at church twice. Now, this whole video is here. Uh, it's going to be in the show notes. If you want, you can watch it. It's over three minutes, so we're not going to watch it here. And it really is just her just teeing off on this on this group, right? She's just teeing yep. off on this. It's like a county board. She's just teeing off on them the whole time. And she she says that. She says that. And she points at the people who, like, I guess were part of her church. Right. That were part of this assault and, like, Calls covered them up out. And then called them out. This is this is this sort of thing needs to happen more often Absolutely. because what happens is, is is they they churches love to project and inside of those churches horrible shit can happen because the power dynamic in those churches allows it to happen and that does not have the yep. same type of it doesn't have the same type of thing in anything else that they're pointing to ever because they always want to point to like consensual relationship stuff I know that you're just like whatever in this case they're talking about a drag show right right which may may or may not include uh little kids being read to because I know that that's something that's, that's, something that's happening yep. But that's like, a, like I, I love how they say that. They, they like want to point that to like the grooming, but you're like, that's a hyper, it's a hype. It's, it's, they're vigilant at those things. Oh, they're yeah, not, yeah. You're in the middle of a public library. Right. You yeah. know, it's not the back quarters of some priest's room. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Where this sort of you're thing not on happens a camping trip all the time. Right. Yeah. It's not the Boy Scouts. With the youth you're not, minister. You're not a Boy Scouts out on a camping trip with somebody. Right. Yep. It's not that. You're in the middle of a public library in a wide open public space, and they're they're blaming those people as being groomers. Yet the moment they're behind closed doors, they're diddling away. Yeah, man. Like it's so it's so true. Every church, every church, there's no exceptions. Every major religious organization has a institutional bias toward uh, the sexual abuse of yes, children. Absolutely. Every single yeah. one, all of them, they've yeah. all been caught. They've yeah. all been caught institutionally yeah. accepting of the, like, I can't think of any major exception. I can't think of any. And, and then most of them have been involved in covering it up. Right. Well, that's why I say like yeah. institutional. Yeah. Like that's what makes it. Yeah. If it's like one guy who does it, it's like, okay, well that sucks. And like, but they don't, they don't raise their own red right, flags. Right. They're not the ones on the horn with the cops. They're not the ones saying like, you know, Joe over here is a creep and he's fucking kicked out and we're calling the cops and we're apologizing to the family and we're making restitution and we're doing, they never do any of the things that everybody that you've ever met that's decent and has any moral character would do. Right. They don't do any of that. They're all institutional failures yeah. to protect children. And then they like stand there like they're at the vanguard of some, you know, attack on the, on the well-being of kids and you're like you motherfuckers have been fucking children yeah for centuries and getting away with it. you're doing it now and getting away with it you're standing in the way of legislation that would protect kids from you yeah. you're standing in the way of and lobbying against and spending millions of dollars to make sure that like oh they, we, we, we let these things time out yeah and we'll, statute, statute of limitations, of limitations yeah. and all this shit like you always we gotta we gotta protect the sanctity of the the confessional and all this stuff that's nonsense that's all self-protective and then they like pretend that there's some like moral vanguard yeah, yeah. because somebody like wearing a wig wants to read to my fucking kid. Somebody yeah. wants to read to my kid. I literally don't care who it is. I know. I don't want to read to him. It's yeah. boring. I don't those be books around them. Suck. Fuck those kids. <laughs> no, here's here's the thing though, and I think you touched on it. When you talk about you know, the institutional problems. It's the same thing with the police, right? When you say all cops are bastards, you're not saying like every single police officer is definitively a shitty person. You're saying that every single police officer that is still in the, in the system is, is willing to lie for a shitty person. Right. They're willing to cover up what a shitty person does. They're not willing to take a stand when a shitty person does something shitty. And that's why when you say all cops are bastards, it's because they they allow this to occur all the time and right. there's no institutional pressure to stop it. It's the same thing here. When you talk about like all priests are bastards because you know what? Yep. They, you know, it's not, it, maybe you never touched anybody, but you are working in a system that hides those predators. Yep. You're working in a system that shuffle those predators Absolutely. around. And so that you're, all priests are bastards 100%, too. 100%. Yeah. 100%. That's exactly the right way to yeah. think it. And look, if you're giving money to those organizations, I don't know, man. You're, you're like, paying people settlements. Think about what you're, you're yes, paying people right. settlements. That's like, what you're paying. Stop for. and think about where that yeah. cash is going. You're paying people. Settlements. I'm not calling you a bastard, but you're fucking bastard adjacent. See, yeah, fucking a absolutely critical that we have a man who is commander in chief who sits in the Oval Office, who has a personal relationship with the Gary. of the Bible, not the Gary. of the Book of Mormon, not the Gary. of the Quran, but the Gary. of the Old and New Testament. Story comes from LGBTQ Nation. Mike Pence says the Constitution doesn't guarantee Americans freedom from religion. This is part of a larger overall right-wing narrative 
that has really, and the Supreme Court has been instrumental in this, that has really pushed and pushed and pushed on the idea that the separation of church and state is a fiction and that guys by 2024, 2025, if we're not careful, will be no longer. Yeah. No, it's very true. It's very true. And they've already locked down for the next generation, the fucking Supreme Court. Yeah. They, they locked it down. That's it. It's locked down. This, the, the next generation of people will come up under a Supreme Court. Unless we get supremely yeah. lucky. Unless, unless, I uh, yeah, supremely. I like that. Um, but seriously, if, 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 if it's going to be for a, at least a decade and a half, at yep. least a decade and a half, you won't have any changes in that court. And they will be making hard right Christian right decisions for this country based on all different kinds of things that are going to be coming to them. So they're yep. going to be making hard conservative, very conservative uh, viewpoints, very anti, uh, you know, we're talking socially conservative in a really, really dangerous way. And then, you know, anti-women, anti-LGBT, they'll be making all those oh, decisions. Yep. Anti-contraception, I would imagine soon. We'll probably be a nation that won't allow contraception too. So we're, we're in, a na we're in a, some real problems there. But this is Mike Pence talking about this stuff and basically saying, you know, he's he's lauding the fact that they do have, and he even admits it, like a like a far right court. Yep. I want people to recognize. Now we watched the entirety of these fucking January six things, and there was some comments, and I didn't see it from a lot of people in our chat. But there were some comments from people here and there that were lauding the the stance that Mike Pence took because Mike Pence stood up and didn't fucking do what this crazy Eastman said. Yeah. He didn't wipe his ass with the yeah. constitution. He didn't, he didn't follow some fucking comic book villain down the right. villain road. He li literally like the one thing he did was not, he was, he was presented an opportunity to break the law and commit treason. And he didn't do and it. And he was like, you know what? I'm actually not going to, I'm not going to do not it. Not today. Treason. But man, not today. The, even the people in that fucking, that fucking January 6th that were standing up there on that fucking, everybody's fucking sucking them off. Yep. All uh -huh. these, everybody, every what politician bravery. for a couple what of weeks. Bravery. Bravery. He's fucking hiding in the fucking trash compactor room. Right. Like fucking Han and fucking Chewie and Leia <laughs> on the Death Star. He's out there hiding. And then, and, and, and everybody's lauding him for the fucking amazing. American hero that he is. He's always wanted to dig his fucking religious claws in this nation yep. and Donald Trump let him take it. Donald yep. Trump was essentially the 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 wife holding the handmaid while fucking Pence fucked. Yes, and it's exactly true. That's what he was. Exactly That's what true. Donald Trump yep. was. He's the enabler that allowed Pence to fuck us over forever. Yep. Yeah, through the federal Federalist Society yep. picks. Exactly. Fucked like, us over forever. You're not, you're there's literally not yeah. everything about that is perfectly right. Fucked us over. Like Pence is not a good man. No. Pence is a fucking nightmare. He was a nightmare before I was in look, he was a nightmare on January 5th. Yeah. He was a nightmare He's, on January 7th. He was a nightmare before treason. Right. <laughs> like if the one good look, I also haven't committed treason. Yeah. yeah. Where's my laudits? Right. No kidding, right? How come there's not a yeah, fucking man. ticker tape parade Jesus. that Tom didn't commit fucking yeah. treason? That's the bare yeah. minimum, man. Like, how is that not the bare minimum? Like, how much treason did you allow today? Well, zero treason, actually. What'd you have to do? Just not do it. It's not like he had to like saw his it wasn't like saw, right? right. He wasn't in a room, it's like, <laughs> here's your choice. <laughs> You have to either commit treason. Alex Jones, is that you? <laughs> or 
pluck out both of your eyes and fill the cavities with live bees. Yeah. Nobody was doing yeah, that. Right. Nobody was just like, if I just, if I just go to work today, everything's cool. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Roger Stone comes in on a tricycle with that big fucking mask on. <laughs> He's coming in. The you want to play a game? <laughs> play a game? <laughs> no, not with you, Roger. What? You're too delicate. No. <laughs> what do you want to play? Flag football? You I fucking, would. Pl- oh my god. I would god. play football with I'd Roger. I would play tackle football with Roger I would Stone. Literally tackle football. Just put me on any you imagine, field. Like you, like you would hit him, and his osteoporosis bones would just. <laughs> They would explode in his body into fucking powder. You could stir him into your fucking protein drink after you're done. There, there would be no you would greater just like, joy. You would pluck his finger off and just squeeze the bone powder out. You'd be like, poof, poof, poof. Oh, he's just he's all full of collagen. Yeah, there you go. He's got a lot of collagen in there. It's good. There would be no greater joy than hearing the sounds he makes when you body check him. I it would be a delight. Hearing Roger Stone in struggle and distress would be a yes. lot of fun. <laughs> Dude, have you seen those old videos where that lady's like stomping grass? And she falls and off she the falls platform. Over, and there's that, there's that, that, that sound of her trying to catch her breath. Right? Yeah, because she's she clearly knocked Knocks the wind, the wind out of herself. Uh-huh. And when that happens to you, there you is make a, a weird there's sound. There's a there's a panic sound that, that yeah. just that just leaves you. When was the last time you had your breath knocked out? Do you remember? Uh, high school. Oh, high school. Man, I I haven't had the breath knocked out of me until like I remember the fr- I don't know the last time I had it. I remember the first time it happened. I was on the monkey bars. I was like a yeah. fifth grade. And we used to do this stupid thing where we would jump onto the the larger supporting beam, like not the little bars yeah, yeah. that you go across. And then you would swing your body until you were like horizontal. And on the back swing, you'd let go. And then you'd fly backwards, like, and you're fairly high up. And you'd fly backwards and you would land in the mulch. Yeah. And because you're 11 or 12 years old, your body's like, we fell from 10 feet up and nothing happened. And it was fun. And yeah. like, if that happened to me now, both of my you knees land on would your shatter. feet or no? Well, here's what I did. Cause I'm me, right? So I was like, oh, I want to turn. And so I jump and I swing and I swing and I swing, but I swing too hard. And so when I swing too hard, my my front half, my stomach and chest, they hit the bars. I lose my grip and I basically back flop straight down oh. and I land on my back in the mulch. So like nice. perfectly horizontal nice. fall. You essentially back flopped. Yeah, right. Yeah. Back flopped. And I lost like 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 I lost my breath. And I thought I was dying. Yeah. I thought I had died. You thought you, I, you, thought you I broke literally, all of it. I yeah. was like, I, I was like, I'll never be okay again. Yeah. Because you can't breathe. It's yeah. the scariest, weirdest feeling. Very scary. So when I was a kid, see, I grew up on the wrong side of town. So we used to play on the railroad tracks when I was a kid. Okay. And by us, by the railroad tracks, there were sometimes some tracks that were on and like inoperable. They'd use them once in a while. Sure. And they would park train cars there, like like uh, you know box cars and coal cars and stuff, sure. oil cars. We used to play guns on them all the time. Oh, so we climbed to yeah. 16, 17 feet in the air, and you're running as fast. You can't jump in car to car. Oh, I bet that was, was a hoot. Though. Oh, it was a fucking blast. I bet it was, that was fucking great. amazing. Well. I was also walking from where I grew up to another city on these train tracks and I'm walking down the train tracks and there's a bunch of these, like they were coal cars, right? Yeah. But they were empty. So I was walking and I decided to get up on the, on the train cars. Well, I get to these coal cars that are in the middle and I don't want to climb all the way down and then walk over and climb up. So I just decide what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk over and it's about essentially a balance beam, maybe about four inches wide. Okay. And I'm just going to balance beam, walk across the thing. Sure. Well, as I'm walking, I slip and I fucking hit my chest as I fell. I fell <gasps> on the brick beam? on the beam. And then I fell on my back when I hit the ground. Oh. 
And I was just laying there. Dude. And you, there's a sound that escapes you that yeah. you can't help. Yeah. Like you can't help Because you it. have no breath. You're just like. <laughs> <laughs> and you just, there's nothing you can do to stop that it. That sound. Just, ugh, you yeah. know? And How much money would you pay to make Roger Stone make that sound? I'd love to have Roger Stone follow me on an obstacle course. Holy shit, that would be There's so many money-making ideas we're having right now. How much? Uh, uh, Roger, Roger Stone, Stone in American Gladiators. The Pugil, the Pugil sticks. sticks. That's what I was right? just thinking. But he got to do it on a, on a, on the kind of floor that they did at that Twitch at TwitchCon, at TwitchCon where the person oh, so got somebody hurt. Like broke her back. Somebody or got whatever. hurt. Well, that's yeah. what you got to do. You got to be like, except for with Roger Stone, we'll do with broken glass. Yes. Whoever falls in falls in broken Alligator glass. Alligator pit. And I'll tell you what, Roger, it's not gonna be me. Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> I will be fine. It's not you, Roger. You're fucking. You got forty years on me, homeboy. <laughs> yeah. No, there's there's some people though, like like him especially, because he's been he's been an egregious fuck for so long. Yeah, yeah. And he's been and he's been I mean, he was one of those guys that, that helped turn it to Bush. Yep. Back in the yep. day. He's, he's a he's horrible a fucking, person. What was it? The khaki riot? What did they call that? Uh, the this? Brooks Brothers, Brothers riot. Yep. The khaki riot. riot. I like that. Whatever it is. Brooks That's Brothers great. riot though. The khaki but riot. But yeah, I mean, like he's one of those assholes. Yep. So he's been he's been stirring the pot for a long time. He's a shitbird. But I want to go back to Pence. Pence is a shitbird. Pence he's, is a total he's shitbird. He's a fucking jagoff, disgusting piece of garbage. And he's always been a fucking grotesque piece of trash. And even though in the face of everything, when he could have done everything wrong, he did a single thing right, he deserves none of your respect. None not of a, not none a of bit of it. Not that a redeems bit of it. Nothing. Not a bit of it. That redeems nothing. Yeah. Because you were in power and you didn't do a treason, I don't owe you anything. Right. I yep. owe you nothing. Nothing. Like the expectation is you don't do a treason. Right. That's the you expectation. Didn't, you, I don't even think it's that brave. It's yeah, it's not. It's, it's not, not that brave. brave to not commit treason. It's not brave. What you did like, was what you did was make your friend mad at you. Right. I no. wouldn't make my friend mad at me if I saved a country. Cecil, Cecil, we've been friends for 25 years. If I was like rob a bank and we're not friends. You'd be like, then we can't be we friends. We can't be friends anymore. Also, I no longer trust you and your moral compass. I know, you imagine be like, no, but I really need you to rob that bank. Wait, look, <laughs> rob a bank, man. What the fuck? You, you look at me like I was a fucking insane I only, person. I would only think you're serious if you were dressed like Roger Stone. <laughs> 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 Uh, you f***ing stupid, ugly person. You smell like a uh, horse field, dumb bitch. What? Ian, stop. What? Why are you doing this? I'm, I'm practicing for vulgarity for charity. Basically, I have to face off against someone else, and whoever outswears the other puts money in charity jar. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this... What the fuck are you talking about? How long have you worked for them and still don't know how vulgarity for charity works? Okay, Brainiac, how does it work? Simple to participate in Vulgarity for Charity 2022. Donate $50 or more to modestleads.org. Send a copy of the receipt as proof. Email it to vulgarity4, spelled out, charity, at gmail.com. Tell us who or what you want roasted. Include some details to work with and a photo if they aren't a famous or well-known person. Give us your name as you want it to be read out. You may request a specific host, 100 random roasts, and the top 100 highest dollar value roasts will be read on air on Scathing Atheist and Cog This in the coming weeks. The earlier you send in the roast, the better chance it has of being selected. Deadline Midnight ET, which is Eastern, on November 24th, 2022. See? Easy.
So wait, where do I send my training video montage of me doing push-ups and swearing? You're so fucking stupid. I think your brain quiet quit. Oh yeah? At least I can get verified on Twitter now. Yeah, because you're a brainless dumb bitch loser. Hey, I didn't even pay for that. That one was on the house. Everyone, please support ModestNeeds.org and we will say mean things to you and your loved ones or hated ones, whoever. Thank you. Do you want to see the montage video? Yes, of course. We're still going to post it. Okay, here it goes. So we'd like to thank our patrons. Of course, we'd like to thank all our patrons. Let's thank our newest patrons, Michael, George, Godless Trucker, and his trusty dog, Loki, Insane Atheist, and the people who up their pledges, Neon Relics, Mario, and Dave. Thank you guys so much for your generous donations. You guys pay two salaries with the money that you donate. You guys make it so we can have internet that works and you keep the glory yeah, hole alive. you keep it all alive and you buy us dinner every thursday so if you want to buy us dinner if you enjoy the show and you think you know i'd really love to buy the guys a dinner or a drink we do spend the money that we get on this on dinner every single every week. thursday every yep. thursday tom and i yep. have a meal together and you guys buy that meal for us yes. so if you want to help buy us a meal go become a patron on a per episode basis you, your money not only goes to that but it also goes to paying salaries paying our bills paying our overhead making sure that this show happens making sure that this show isn't is easy for tom and i to do so we keep doing it yep uh so if you if you're a fan of the show and you haven't become a patron we ask you to go over and become a patron on a per episode basis uh patron Patreon.com slash DissonancePod or uh, DissonancePod.com. And uh, you can become a a patron on a per episode basis if you go to our Patreon link there. We also want to say if you're, you know, spending money, go to ModestNeeds.org. Modest Needs, guys. Great organization. And it's such a good organization that every single year we have a donation fundraiser for them. And it's called Vulgarity for for Charity. And we do it with the uh, the scathing guys, uh, the guys from Puzzle in the Thunderstorm, Heath, Noah and Eli, and uh, we roast people. So if you want to roast, you go to modestneeds.org, you donate 50 or more dollars, and then you take whoever you want roasted, you take your receipt, and you put that in one email, and you send it to us at vulgarityforcharity at gmail.com, and that's the word, not the number. So it's vulgarity, F-O-R, charity, all one word, at gmail.com. Send all that information to us, and we will put you in a drawing. Uh, if you're one of the top donors, the top 100 donors are going to get their roast. That's just, just that's, that's just automatic. Yep. But the 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 hundred people, we're going to choose a hundred from the rest of those donors, and those that hundred from the rest gets randomly selected. Yep. Uh, people who donate early, there is going to be an early run on this. Uh, pretty soon we're going to do it in the middle of this drive. So if it, early is great. Yeah, there's er- there's there's less balls spinning around yeah. in the ball basket. Yeah. And so we're going to be pulling some early. So early is good. Um, we're also on our live stream on the 17th, we're going to be matching donations. So if you decide you want to <clears throat> donate that night, you can come watch us on live stream, donate that night, send in your stuff to us that night. We'll tell you how to do it. And then we will we will be matching donations yep. too. So we're gonna be trying to raise as much money as we can. There's a hundred thousand dollar match on the table, and we gotta we gotta, gotta at least reach that. Yep. So we're moving as quick as we can. But please, we please go donate to modestneeds.org. This is a wonderful organization. They help a lot of people out. They're great guys. They're really worth your time and your money. Also, we want to talk about another uh, another fundraiser that is going on right now. 
So our friends at the Left of the Valley podcast and Recovering from Religion are going to have a podcast bingo fundraiser. And it is going to be happening on Saturday, November 12th from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Central. Recovering from Religion is going to try to uh, is trying to meet their international expansion goals by playing podcast bingo. They're going to have Kevin at Left of the Valley and a bunch of other podcast hosts. They're going to have a bunch of prizes. Tom and I are going to be donating to that as well. We're going to we be are. matching $500 on that. So go if you, if you donate and you can help them reach that goal, we're going to pay $500 as a match. And, uh, and also, we donated some of our books to this cause. We did. So, so go listen to this show. Um, we're going to put links on this week's show notes. Uh, go check it out. It's the 12th of November. And you can go check out this podcast bingo that's going to be happening, benefiting recovering from religion. So we got a message from Aaron and Aaron sent in a Trump picture and a Mike Lindell picture. They're all the same picture. They're all the same picture. Check it out. It's on this week's show notes. We got a bunch of messages from people who went to QEDCon this last weekend. Tom and I were not able to go this year. We were not. But, you know, we definitely had a lot of nostalgia looking at the photos. Big love for QED. Yeah. Great organization. Great event. Great event. I mean, really, genuinely, it could be the best conference we've been to. We've been to some really good ones. I mean, yep. Skepticon Australia was amazing. <laughs> Wonderful conference. Um, you know, a couple of them in the United States were really good. The first Reason Con, I remember, was, uh, was Super really great. great. Yeah. Um, but, but the QED the time we went there, I, that's something I'll remember for a long time. Really enjoyed it very much. Uh, enjoyed hanging out there and, uh, and the people there were wonderful and the, and, and it just nonstop stuff to do. It was great. So if you didn't go this year, go check out all the photos and put it on your calendar for next year. It's worth going to, and it's worth paying attention to when it's coming up. Yes. And you could not have better organizers for sure. You really couldn't. They're just wonderful people. You can trust them. It's a great organization for everybody that went. We're sorry. We missed you. We know it's a wonderful organization. We're glad everybody had such a great time. Yeah, and next time, um, we're hoping we can do something. We're not sure when, but you know, we're we're going to try to do some sort of meetup eventually this upcoming year when you know there's a COVID slowdown. Yep. So we're we're looking at things to do. The tough part is when COVID slowdowns hit, you don't have enough time to plan anything. Yeah, you've got you it's, it's like it's the, slow right now. The windows you got to what we got to do is just plan to watch the wave and be like, all right, right we think it's going to be low uh, now. Uh, yeah, four yeah, months yeah. after this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we want to say thank you to John who just sent in a payment of $200 to Glory Hole Studios. Thank you so much, John. Thank we appreciate you, John. It. it was very generous. We got a message from Insane Atheist and they say, okay, who copied who? Because two major talking points this week on, uh, on this week's podcast were the two main points of this week's episode of last week tonight with John Oliver. So I will say right now, John Oliver is a huge fan of our show and I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you that's true because... Uh, we record on Thursdays and John yeah. releases on, on Sundays. Yep. So John, we were ahead of John. John is a patron of the show and did all that after he got the uh, the podcast delivered to him. And uh, so we know that's... We the, actually hand deliver the podcast a, to yeah, John Oliver. We, <laughs> we, we give him a USB we, we give him. We just drive it over drive to John Oliver's over. house. Yeah. Tight. Tight. We really, I will say, a bunch of people sending these messages. We got one from, a lot uh, from of Brandon. Got Brandon sent one from Canada. We got some from all over the states, different newspapers. There's a lot of people all over the country that are getting these. In different countries, they're getting these. Um, this is not, a, this is a, a, this is a different phenomenon, something new that's happening, but it's not local. It's not. And I'm glad we covered it on the show. Tom and I were a little worried last week because we were like, we don't know if it's something that's happening all over, but we know it's happening here. And we think it's important enough where people should understand the concepts behind why 
why this is wrong. But what's the best part was is that people are getting these all over the country. Yeah. And so it's it's it was relevant to everybody. So we got we saw a ton of people yep. sending messages about this. <clears throat> Tom, we got a message from Ryan. Ryan's talking about the difference between anonymity and confidential sources. Yeah, so uh, Ryan says, Tom, your anonymity is trash comment. It's now going to be taken as you openly admitting that confidential sources are trash and should be ignored and discounted by the opposition. So I want to I want to address this. There is a big difference between confidential sources and, and, and anonymous articles, yes. right? So if Bob Woodward publishes an article and he references in that article a confidential source, the article is still written by Bob Woodward. He is still responsible. I'm just using a journalist everybody will remember. Um, he's still responsible and he will still be held to task to that article. When you look at an article where the article was written by fucking nobody, yeah. look askance at it. Every time, look askance at it. There is a difference between a confidential source that then feeds to a reporter and that reporter is willing to put their name on that. If the reporter is willing to put their... So you got, you've got three layers of protection, right? So you've got the confidential source who feeds it to a, a, a journalist who puts their name on something, and then that journalist gets published in a reputable newspaper. So you have the newspaper. So let's say you're reading the Washington Post or the Times. The Washington Post or the Times says, okay, here's a published... Here's an article written by Bob Woodward has a confidential source. I, I trust that Bob Woodward... And the New York Times or the Washington Post have both vetted that. They've the done, editors that are involved, their, they've done their due there's diligence. There's a due diligence yeah. process. That's vastly different than here is an anonymous article. Anonymous articles are garbage. Yeah, that's true. Throw them away that's every trash. time. That's trash. And I and, and I recognize that those are I think I think if people, Ryan, I think if people who understand this know there's a difference between yes. that. I don't think there's any da any danger with Tom saying that and someone mistaking for what I he don't said. think so. Either. I don't think there's any danger for that. We got a message from Adam who said he just, you know, he's a longtime fan and he just wanted to reach out um and we helped him become more critical. Hey Adam, thanks for listening. That's we really great, do man. appreciate it, man. Tom, we, we yes, messed up last you. time um, uh, between yep. right to work and at will employment. Yeah, so I made this mistake. So this is this is mostly on me. So there is a difference. I conflated and confused and was just plain wrong about the idea between right to work and an at will employment state. I was describing in my rant and rave at will employment. Illinois is an at will state. That's the that means yeah. you get fired for nothing. That is not the same as right to work. Yeah. I was wrong. That's a correction, and I'm appreciative what of the What is correction. right to work? So right to work is the right to not have to join the union. Yeah. That's the right to show up to work and to choose whether or not you are going to be yeah. unionized or not unionized. Yeah. I mixed that up. Yeah, you completed with, the two with things. At will. Yeah. Yeah. So that's on me, and yeah. I'm, I apologize for that. But and, that, and I am grateful, by the way, for the correction, Andy. Yeah. Thank and that, you. And that's, and that's the correction, and that's the thing is like, like you know, I, I know that Andy couches his speech in here and says, I know you guys aren't journalists, but it's important to correct your mistakes. We always oh, yeah. do. 100%, we always man. do. 100%. We mess up. We always try That's to correct wrong. our mistakes. And we always, we, the pushback on that is stupid, in my yes. opinion. Pushback on that is dumb. Thank you for correcting yeah, us. Yeah, I'm okay anytime, with being wrong. Anytime we're wrong about something, but, but and, and I want to caveat that with, don't send me a pedant thing where you're like, you were wrong about like what time it was when something happened. Or, you know what I mean? Like yeah, stuff right. like that is yeah. not, it's not useful. Stuff like this where you're, 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 you're mixing up a definition between two different terms, yeah, very different terms. That's, that's important. That's important. And so send that every time. Yeah. We got a voicemail 
And this voicemail is from Richard. And Richard says, I had a very weird conversation with Ted Cruz recently. And I uh, managed to get some very bad audio of him. So this is Ted Cruz. Hello, I'm Ted Cruz. And I love the show Cognitive Dissonance. And I want Sissel to rob my belly and call me my lovely Texas pig. <laughs> I, I might call your wife that. <laughs> hey, Ted, if you're in the same bed, I might rub your belly while we're at I it. would, while no. I'm... What would that even feel? feel like I, rubbing I, a porpoise. I couldn't tell. You're right. It'd be smooth. He would it be would very, be very weirdly smooth. smooth, like a very wet tire. Very, yeah. <laughs> like, you ever pet stingrays? Yes. I feel like he'd feel yes. like a stingray. Yes. Like really smooth. Really smooth, yeah. a little slimy, like, but not actually and slimy. Like his teeth are like cartilage. They're just like yes. cartilage. So, just like, <laughs> when he bites you, you're like, they're not really that hard. It's not really sharp. It's, it's not just sharp sort or of hard. Like, it's just kind of meh. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Eh. All right. So, next Tuesday. Uh, you're getting this Monday, or if you're a patron, you're getting it earlier. This upcoming Tuesday, election night, we will be doing a two-hour election special covering the election. So the election starts uh, on Tuesday morning. Most polls will be ending around the time yeah, that we're going to be starting. Seven, six, eight, seven. We're yeah. going to start at eight. We're going to start at eight central. That's nine Eastern. Some things will already have been decided. We're going to go over what's been decided. We're going to talk about contentious races. We're going to be your uh, MSNBC or your CNN or your Fox News. We're going to be looking at, at graphs and and all that stuff. We'll be doing your coverage. We'll be doing graphs and charts. So you come over and hang out with us. We'll talk about important races, things that you should watch out for, things that probably won't be decided in the two hours that we're going right. to be doing stuff, but we will tell you what to look for for the next day when the results finally do come in. So um, so next Tuesday, come hang out with us. Um, Tuesday night, two hours. It's worth just doing. And and this is better than any election coverage you're going to get. All the rest of those people are jokers. You need to come hang out with come us. Come hang out with us. You It'll want to time. anyway. And on the 17th of November, on a Thursday, our live stream, we're going to be donating all the proceeds that come in that time, that time frame, that under the hour, it's going to be under an hour, but we're going to be doing it, a live stream that night, and anything, any donations to Modest Needs that get forwarded to us during that time, we will match donations. We will. And so and we, that you could really hurt us if you come in and, and donate. and Bring uh, the pain, bring guys. The pain. It'll be good stuff. All right. So uh, that's, that's going to be happening for the next two live streams next Tuesday and then the following Thursday. Uh, we are going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces cancer cures detox reflex foot massage death and towers tarot cars psychic healing crystal balls Bigfoot Yeti aliens churches mosques and synagogues temples dragons giant worms Atlantis dolphins truthers birthers witches wizards vaccine nuts shaman healers evangelists conspiracy doublespeak stigmata nonsense expose your signs Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. 
cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.